Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Sliwa and Fredo, if my guy Al has it his way, that's how that's going to be set up tomorrow. Turned his back on me. Looking forward to it. Uh, that should be good. Apparently, uh, there's another challenge that, that wants to be thrown into the ring, sleeve that Berg just came into the studio, and he's like, uh, I want a piece of you tomorrow, Trav. And I'm like, at, at what? So what what are you proposing, Bergman? Look, I don't want to take away from what this is going to be just an epic day between Ireland and Sliwa. Sliwa, I'm really excited Fre- for this. Oh, sorry. Fredo. No, no, no. It's I can't. Right, I work right with, versus I'm, wrong. I'm on it's that right show. right versus wrong. Right, who's, you know what? I, first of all, it just depends on what you think of both Ireland. Ireland is really good at arguing his side, so it's going to be interesting. <laughs> but, right. but, Travis, yes. I do need a piece of you. First of all, you're an animal when it comes to brushing your teeth Because in the car. I like to have fresh breath and no, have clean yeah. teeth. First, have that's some a, gum. That's a whole nother gum thing. Gum doesn't work, Emily. <laughs> if, you're, if, you're, if you're going with gum, I got bad news for you. I've seen Trav pull over. Easily. I think you have bad breath. <laughs> no, no, well, I, maybe, but not I've, for long because I brush I've, my teeth. I've seen Trav pull over at a stoplight and just go directly into the sprinklers and just take a full <laughs> shower. Just take a full shower just to fresh it up. Just I got to freshen bar, up I, a little bit. I've got bit. a bar of Lever 2000 in the glove compartment, and I just hop in there and suds up. That's a whole other thing that you're using a bar and not, you know, the, the on, soap. On my hair, too. Oh, bar you're, soap uh, on what? my hair. All right, that's, this is a whole other conversation. Oh, well, bar getting is off subject. Bar, bar is bar big on soda hair? for toothpaste? Who puts a bar on your I've hair? No, that. not it on your hair. Good. Not on your hair. Just a bar is better. Yeah. Thank you. No, yeah, bar you use the same gross. bar for both? Yeah, you can't. Yeah. Oh, you're right. I don't. Actually, I oh, separate, gosh. and I shouldn't separate, but yeah. I do separate. Uh, difference. Uh, All right. Anyway. Anyway, I want no, to not. challenge you at some point. we got to figure it out. I think I can take you in a chugging contest. <laughs> that's you, hilarious. You can laugh as much as you want. <laughs> yeah, no. This is, this is no you. joke. Uh, that's fine. We can do okay, it. Okay, can I, can I jump in? I'm going to, just as somebody that was... A witness of a chugging contest where it took me about forty-five minutes to get halfway through my beer. Um, We're different Berg, people. He, Lee. he takes it. kind of took it seriously. Like I, it was one oh, yeah. of those when it was first brought up. A caller called in, yeah. basically said, "Hey, you want to chug a beer?" He's like, "Look, I don't know if you know who I am, but when it comes to chugging beers, that's one thing I'm really good at." And then the actual event happened. We're at the uh, LAFC game. Yep. And Trav pretty much backed it up. So, Berg, is this uh, is there the something that you have here that we don't know about? This is something that I have also been doing for quite a long time. Not as long <laughs> as Travis, obviously, just because we're in difference in ages. That's the only difference that we have here. But this is this was a very big skill of mine in college. Okay. You, so, you have my attention. Yeah. Like, I, that, that you have seen me in action. I have. You, that, that you have seen that and you still want to go. Yeah. Is interesting to me. So, that, that, that means that maybe. I'm gonna have to practice a little tonight. I'm gonna have to. You. I'm gonna have to make sure that I'm in in good shape, that I'm ready to go. But I'm just telling you, um, when I started doing this, when I turned 21, uh, that I uh, I I haven't lost it that very often, Berg. I'm just telling you that it it has happened, but not very often. You're very good. I've seen it now. So with the bottle, and just so we can, we're not doing bottles. No, no, I know. I'm telling you. In college, which was also a really long time ago now, but it was it, with a bottle, a Corona bottle, it was six seconds. With a bottle? With a bottle. Okay. So 
This is what you got to deal with. That's all I'm saying. Like, I think I can take you. But we're not doing bottles. No, right? no, no, absolutely not. That's just okay. that's ridiculous. Yeah, because if, if but, what are we? <laughs> say, I need a, a pint glass. Pint glass. And, done. Yeah, and and I okay, six seconds. I could probably drink three of them. But well, that, right, but with a bottle. No, with a bottle. No, I understand. With a bottle. I understand. Okay. This They're is different. We got a lot going on tomorrow, Al. We've got like the trial it. of the I, century. I like it. Because I, I, don't, I don't think Berg would step in here un- unless he felt incredibly confident about his work ethic when it comes to chugging a beer. Yes. Uh, I'm curious now. And to be honest with you, I kind of listened to both pitches. Okay. Here, let's I'm, do this. I'm, Place yeah. your bets. Who you got, Al? Okay, Berg, this is where this no, is it's where not, it's, it's easy. You've Me seen him. Well, you've seen Trev. This, yeah, that's that I was just going to say. So I've watched somebody do it. I haven't seen you do it. Right. So I'm going to go. I'm going to go Trav in this one. Emily. I'm betting my closet on Trav. <laughs> well, Taylor, it's a mess, so. This is a shotgun? Poking a hole at the bottom? No, this is just a pint glass, first one to Upside finish. down. Yeah. I got Trav. You guys. The show's united. Ye of little faith from all of you. Can from you all of you. Can you, do the, can, can you do what Taylor's talking about, the little hole in the side of the can? Yeah, I can do it, but that's, that's, that's quick. Though. I did that with a white claw this weekend. You shotgun That's a weird white thing claw? to shotgun. <laughs> hey, it you was all that was changed. available. I'm changing why? my bet. I'm going with the underdog. I'm yeah, sleep. I'm going with Berg. Yeah, I'm going to go Berg with this one. Why did Let's you shotgun sleep. a white claw? That's all because one. someone presented me with a white claw with the hole put out of it and said, "Hey, hey, shotgun oh, this." Oh, it had already been. It, and, yes. it had already been. No, okay. Yes. This wasn't like that. I'll take a white wine. I'll take a, uh, <laughs> a an old fashioned, and I'll take a shot uh, a shotgun no. white claw. It was it, it was a group of us that were all shotgunning white claws. All right, that's that's a little different. So it, I don't want to take away from this trial though. So we have to figure out a time to do this. If it's not tomorrow, that's fine. <laughs> no, it's but, tomorrow. It's no, let's okay, do it tomorrow. I just should, I just don't want to take away yeah. from this trial because your trial is the biggest thing I've ever. You're producing uh, this show tomorrow. Correct. Yes? Correct. So I say we just do it every break. <laughs> every break. Let's see who can last through the show first. <laughs> yeah, this is the first, first one first to pass drop. out under the desk loses. <laughs> yeah, and, and the fact that I have 150 pounds on you might give me a – Well, you got a, you got a short, little bit. You got a little short, bit. A little, little bit of an advantage. We start early, <laughs> too. Start like at 7. <laughs> Why not? We can, we can just knock the And the, the pre-show meeting. Out. It'll be good. So yeah, maybe after the trial, Berg. Is that so that's during during my show on Mason and oh, Ireland. Right. Well, so, we have to find a spot because I'm not sticking around. No, I didn't. Why, why should you? So yeah, we could probably we could do it in the middle somewhere early on. But that's a you know breakfast did you, beers. Did you hear how long I'm going to stay uh, after we're off the air tomorrow? No, I did not. I'm going to stay one minute longer than Sliwa. So yep. however long Sliwa stays, <laughs> I'm going to stay for one more minute, and then I'm going to leave after that. Sliwa, and then I'm, the hoping, I'm hoping everybody, when I start to leave, we all start this just caravan towards uh, Crypto.com Arena for Lakers Thunder tomorrow night. <laughs> so which of the pregame shows will be more awkward, the one tonight or the one tomorrow? That's the question. That was what right? I wanted to know. What are you going to do today, Slee? Um, it's a good question. I don't even think I've really even thought about it. They, the fact that they're mathematically eliminated. No, 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 hey, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. Stop it. No, 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 <laughs> can I finish? Can I finish here? The fact that they're mathematically eliminated, there's literally nothing to talk about. Okay. There's been so there is no, Kendrick Nunn, Stanley Johnson. So it's going to be an hour and 15 minutes of asking Michael why he hated the pregame show. That's all. <laughs> I'm just going to ask him, why'd you Tune hate in, the pregame everybody. show? Michael, why didn't you just tell me you didn't like the pregame show? You could have just told me. 
Berg, as an executive in our company, I'm going to need you to podcast this pregame show. I don't oh, know if yes. I'm going to be able to listen to it live, but I'd like to be able to go and download the podcast and hear it. So there there will be. Yes, there will be. Uh, Laura is going to be here for that, and I will make sure you need to put this up on the Travis and Sliwa <laughs> podcast. And then when I ask Michael, why do you like the pregame show? He's going to basically say, what? what's that? What would you say? <laughs> uh, Michael, you still not listening? I've, I asked you another direct question. He still had no idea. I was yeah. listening to the last one where he was like he couldn't get his head headphone to work i thought he was trying to just duck you at that point maybe we never know we'll, we'll find well out. he wouldn't come talk to me he would go to mason and Ireland. so then he's, Ooh, no, he's gonna shots. talk to me <laughs> oh, he's gonna talk to me and tell me have you heard the fredo defense did you hear that i uh, did bird? i did hear that it was very very funny <laughs> I, I, can we can we I'm get giving, i'm giving you the floor Al. i'm letting you sell no, your case listen listen there's nothing to sell there's sure right there versus is. wrong. That's all it is. Al, it's right versus times, wrong. See, this I'm worried now. You got me a little worried because yep. how many times have there been a slam? I have faith case? in the people. I have okay. faith in the people. Well, there you go. That's your biggest mistake. People are terrible. They are awful, and they are operating in their own best interest, their own self-interest. That yep. Not often do people do the right. There have been many cases where the evidence has been very clear, and yet the verdict comes back the other way. Not only do I have faith in the people. Even in the whole mix of having faith in the people, if I had to serve my time but I know I did right, then I will serve my damn time. <laughs> this is like a, um, what it, like almost like a holy m- mission for you, that, that you are just you are going to die right on that versus wrong. The, you'd rather be right than win. Is that what we're saying? Because I want no, you when, to win. When, when you're right, you already won. And that's not true. You when can, you're right, you already happens won. happens all the time. I'm, I'm worried. I'm not going to lie, guys. That, that this is his positioning is a bad deal. I have the 60 minutes that comes out a couple years later about this yeah, guy but was. Yeah, you spent two years in jail at that point. It's okay. Slee, <laughs> I need you to understand something about uh, John Ireland. You have obviously known him for a very long time. I have known him for a very apparently, long time. Apparently, I have not known him for a very okay, long no, time. Apparently not. But so he also, he went on Sedano and Cap the other day. He was going to stay out of everything. And he came on. He said, I need to be on because he was upset he does not believe in your position, and he sure. fully believes in his position. Good. There is some stuff going on here that Sounds I'm just good. warning you. I have argued with John Ireland many times on and off the air. He is very, Sounds very good. strong when it comes to Look this. Forward you better to be tomorrow. going. You better come in strong. Like, Look forward real to strong. tomorrow. Sounds good. Oh, I can't wait. This is like me when it comes to chugging beer. So I was like, yeah, that's fine. Let's go. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get the it confidence. done. confidence. Are we doing Coors Lightsburg? What Whatever you want. Whatever you want. I will do a dealer's do a choice. Guinness. Do a Guinness. <laughs> Guinness. <laughs> something no, just chocolate refreshing. Chocolate. Oh, something refreshing. Oh. Something just the kind of, you know, when it's hot outside, it's 140 degrees like it Warm. is now. Just something. Uh, the way it's meant to be drank. <laughs> chocolate shakes. <laughs> <laughs> Slurpees. Yeah, something something I like did, that. I did uh, in and out yesterday, by the way. Okay. What'd you get? It's kind of a bad decision late at night. What'd you get? Well, I had to go protein style. Just did a double-double protein Good for style. You. Just yeah. with the lettuce, the tomato, we get any onions, grilled, raw, none of the above. We get peppers. Raw there. onions okay. and the uh, and the chili uh, peppers there. Nice. Well, all right. Not yeah. bad. Not bad. Yeah. Can you can go animal stuff, throw a little pickle on there for you. You pickle guy, Slee? I don't mind pickles, but I don't need them both. If I'm going to get the chili peppers, I don't need the pickles. If I'm not going to do the chili peppers, let throw, throw in the pickles. ESPN Radio is kind of one or the other. By Progressive Insurance. Quick phone call here. Hermosa Beach and Jeff. Jeff, you're on with Travis Slee. What's up? Uh, sorry, guys. Uh, hi, Jeff. Oh. Uh, sorry, guys. Sorry. Hey, uh, what you guys need for tomorrow is you need a fight card. <laughs> Sounds like a lot, a lot of challenges going on. Uh, but I think Ireland 
and Sliwa, you guys should do like one of those face-to-face like Jake Paul boxing pictures. <laughs> like a face-off at the weigh-in, that kind of deal? Oh, no, I'll hug right, him right exactly. when he comes in. I'll give him a kiss. I'll whisper something into his ear. Both cheeks? See if you Both guys can, can keep, the, keep the Dukes down. <laughs> I, I kind of like, thank you, Jeff, uh, I think. Um, <laughs> that you kind of, you guys should both do like a little weigh-in, and then you should face off for the social media. We could do that thing where your noses are practically touching but not quite touching, and you're giving each other the dead eyes. I think that would look pretty good. You could be, um, what's his name from the UFC? Dana White. Dana White. You could be Dana White. More of a right Don King kind of guy, but the same same idea. I'll, I'll, I'll spike my hair up, and I'll, I'll show up and only yeah, in only Amer- a denim jacket with a bald eagle you're Dana and White. an American flag. I don't flag. know what else we could say. You're Dana White. I'm basically saying you're Dana White. <laughs> no, but I Don King is a better fit for me. Dana White is bald. I'm balding like Don King. There's a difference. Remember, do you remember when we first started our show, and I kind of went away from this, where I was like, Trav will – he will go up against anybody, any UFC-type fighter in the Orange County. You come up to Trav and you challenge him. I kind of started thinking about that. I'm like, yeah, you probably shouldn't say that because I, I think somebody would come up to Trav and challenge him. Like, let's go away from that. Let's all, go away from that. All they need to do is look at me and know that I mean no business. Unless it's a chugging contest or golf, I, I'm, I'm not the guy that's going to really engage in that. ESPN Radio. Three shots, Al. That's how many uh, off the lead Tiger Woods is right now. Joaquin Neiman is your early first-round leader at three under par. Tiger Woods hanging in there at uh, even through his first nine holes, uh, through ten holes, I should say. So uh, we'll keep you up to speed on Tiger. My my enthusiasm at the beginning of the day when he was just one shot off the lead is fading a little bit, but a long way to go. Very, very excited. You are the most, I, I think, out of everyone watching golf today, what were you describing yourself? You said you're like a 14-year-old. What were you saying? I, I'm like a, a freshman in high school who's that's looking what it was. at the star quarterback yeah, and yeah. like, look, he's so dreamy. He, look, look at it, look at look at the way he kicks the dirt out of his cleats. And he's the, the backup he quarterback. He's club. not even, he's not even starting. Yeah, yeah. yeah, well, he came off an ACL his junior year. He had yep. the starting job as a as a freshman, and his, his career has gone in a different category at this point. But I, I am all in on Tiger. But I do need him to get going just a little bit because you got to make a lot of birdie. He's coming up to that point where you can mm. make a whole bunch of shots up in a very short period of time. So uh, get on board, Slee. There's still room right here. Okay, right next t- to me tell me again where line. he is. So he's, he's three back. As I'm looking at the, the score sheet right here, let's see. Yes, three Rocky under. Newman is three under. Cam Smith, uh, Schwartzel, Lee Westwood at two. Handful of guys, a couple of handfuls of guys at one. And then Tiger is at even par. How quick did everyone all of a sudden become interested in golf again? I'm talking about everyone. ESPN. So, so, yeah. ESPN. You go on ESPN.com right now, it's Tiger. Um, this morning you go on Twitter, it's Tiger. A lot of this stuff has just been about Tiger, how instantly he could get right back into the light and kind of take over the sport instantly. I was having a Twitter conversation with one of our, our regular listeners. It was mm-hmm. uh, Crypto Ray last night. And uh, he was saying, golf without Tiger sucks. And I don't think that's right. I, I think the difference is golf without Tiger is golf, which isn't for everybody. It's for its niche, right? It's mm-hmm. something that is for golf people exclusively. Golf with Tiger is sports at its absolute best. That, that, that Tiger Woods in the mix turns this from a golf tournament into a sporting event. If Scotty Scheffler wins this thing, it's a golf tournament. If Tiger Woods is in the mix... It's like the Super Bowl. It's like, uh, you know, the World Series or the Final Four or whatever it is. When he's in it, it takes it to a level of an event that people that don't give a damn about the sport actually plug into. 
I, by the way, that's that's a that's a fair way to put it. Now, for me, I've kind of explained this. I'm I'm a perfect casual. I'm not even a casual fan because a casual fan say, would mean no, it would mean that I'm just changing the channels and all of a sudden I catch you know a golf tournament on a Sunday and say I'm going to stay here. Golf is so far down my radar that I actually need I need Tiger to be in it this upcoming weekend for me to kick back and say you know what. I'm going to tune in and uh, stop playing the highlights from the Lakers-Pelicans game, the game that you did where they blew a 23-point lead. Yeah, that was kind of the beginning. Maybe I put the kiss of death on them because it didn't – they were in a little bit of a death spiral at that point, but uh, that certainly helped accelerate it along the way. Uh, look, only three more to go, out, and then you can come over with the rest of us and shake it all off. And kind of, you know, it's like that thing where you jump in a cold pool and you, <laughs> you feel better yeah. after. Yeah, you're you right about that. Just shake it off. ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Say when you bundle auto, home, or motorcycle insurance, visit progressive.com. Let's try another phone call here. Let's go to San Diego, Slee's hometown. Roger in SD. Roger, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Hey, what's going on, guys? It's uh, actually Roderick. But, uh, oh, Roderick, what's Thanks up? Thanks for bud? taking my call. Oh, no, man. Hey, I just uh, I want to give you credit, Slee. Uh, yesterday, I actually wanted to call yesterday, but I didn't I didn't want to get caught in the flame. So I just <laughs> I let you have your time. But uh, I just want to let you know, hey, you came off very gangster. Like, I, I was sitting back like, wow, man, he's, he's coming off hard. So with that being said, um, with you being so gangster, I think you should probably make, or what do you feel about making a diss track uh, for MT and John? <laughs> and also, my follow-up question to that is, what is your favorite diss track? I, I know your, you know your favorite music is, you know, island music, but you're also a hip-hop head, too. So just want your, want your input. Thanks, guys. No, I appreciate Thanks, you calling in. Al? We're working on a, a diss track right now. I mean, there's Who's laying down the so beat? many. Taylor's the producer. Okay. Yep. Uh, that's that's what I sh- that's what I should have said. I should have said Taylor is Taylor's producing the whole thing. <laughs> Mario can um, help you. Mario's got oh, Mar- yeah, Mario's next level. Yeah, Mario's next level. Okay, there's a probably my favorite <laughs> diss track. Go. <laughs> hey, Mace. All right, that's all. That's all I got. Hey, uh, hey, uh, hey, hey, <laughs> hey! That guys. should be the beat. All right, let me let me let me explain. Probably my favorite diss track. Jay Z, and it really sucks because I love both of these artists. Jay Z and Nas going at each other. Mm, yeah. Jay Z and Nas was as good as it gets, and it got you know they they go. How do I describe it? They go for the kill. Is that the way to put it? They sure. go for the kill. I mean, you're really, really going after the other guy. It's not this, hey, let me just kind of drop one line here. One, Let me do a whole, a complete track, three, four minutes of just dissing the other person. So if the uh, if the question is I'm going to have a diss track for uh, Mason and, uh, and Fredo, I'd have to work on it. I'd you're have not, to work on it. You're not a freestyle rapper? You, 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 need to, you need to write it out? You need to think <laughs> it through? I need to more than write it out. I think it's going to take Ghost Rider? four months. Yeah, I do like that Roderick was the first person ever to use the word gangster and Sliwa in the same sentence. That was, that was exciting. I didn't know. Here's the thing. <laughs> uh, let me explain one more time. I did not know that you basically have to take your gloves off when you come to work. So if you have to yep. take your gloves off, then I guess that's uh, – then we'll adjust. We'll go, we'll go back to work. Okay, speaking of, funny you put it that way, when Freddie Freeman left the Braves what uh, and came to the Dodgers – what was the, the consensus in Atlanta? What, 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 just off the top of your head, free association. When he left, the Braves organization players, fans were what? Um, why didn't you? Uh, why didn't you bring this guy back? 
Why why would you let him why would you go out and not find a way to bring one of the most important players in your franchise back? Why didn't you find a way? It was a bad look for the Braves. If you're another star that's out there, wait, that's how you're going to do Freddie Freeman? And, and and I think I mentioned this to you. I read a couple articles from Atlanta. Like, I was curious to see what the other side of it was. And there was a lot. You know, you can make a justification. They went out and made a trade. They got younger the the contract that they have with their new first baseman now, how many years he's going to get based upon what his average salary is. You could make that whole case of, no, 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 hey, this could be a better fit. But I think ultimately the way people thought it was, you did Freddie Freeman wrong. I think that is, yes. The way Ireland did me wrong. <laughs> it's like, see, you know what happened? Something happened to you. And it happens to all of us. It's not exclusive to you, but it finally happened to you. It's happened to me. It has happened to most people, and it will happen to almost there. You need to get that scar, and you need to realize the world is rough and tumble, and, and everybody is kind of in it for themselves, and not everybody does have your back. And now that you've got to see, now you've got the bigger challenge, Al. You've got to figure out the people that you do hold close and keep them really close, and they're your guys. And then you just go out and raise hell on everybody else. That's the next step for you. So you got to keep your enemies, your friends really, really close, and then just attack everybody else. Now that you have your first face scar, you're ready to go. No, you got to keep your enemies closer. Don't forget about that. I don't like that. Enemies, that you got to keep them closer. All right, go back to Freeman here for a second. You're right. Because well, they, they have no idea that you're... <laughs> you're setting them up, and then you yeah. get them. I, I understand. You're right. It was disappointment why they didn't keep him. It was yep. a feeling of, wait, this is our guy. Why did he go? And then, in particular, among the players, it was... Dude, he was our leader. He was the heartbeat of this team. Not everybody apparently felt that way. Ronald Acuna, who is one of the best young players in baseball, he's just terrific. He's a fantastic player. He did an interview on IG Live. And, Emily, you're going to have to explain to me exactly what this means. But it's a live interview, I think. Yes, so you can go on your – you can uh, create your own live, and then you can join it with other people. And so a reporter did it with him. A reporter did it with him in Spanish. So, and by the way, it's gone. No, no one has a recording of this. The guy's saying he might put it up on YouTube eventually. We'll see. But he was asked what he's going to miss the most about Freddie Freeman being gone. And he said, me? Nothing. He was asked if he talked to him when he left. No. Hmm. He was asked whether or not they were close. And his response was, we were close and that we shared the same stadium, but we had a lot of, let me say, just lots of clashes. It's interesting to me because – and somebody is going to – somebody is deeply wrong in this. I don't know who it is, right? Because Freddie Freeman not only was a great player, but mm-hmm. was universally lauded as kind of kind the of a, heart – A class act. Yes. Yeah, of course. Yep. There's – somebody dug up something on Acuna's IG Live where he's, like, walking around doing his thing. Mm-hmm. And Freddie Freeman posts on it, Ronald, we're waiting for your bag so we can leave. Which is like your dad saying, hey, dude, get your bag in the back of the car so we can go to grandma's house. Right? Kind of the old man take on this whole thing. But it's the first time I've ever heard anybody say anything negative about Freddie Freeman. And it feels to me like this is an Acuna thing much more than that. Maybe he wanted to be the heart and soul. Maybe he wanted to be the face of the franchise. Mm. He thought Mm. he's the best player, which he might have been. And he didn't feel like he was getting the respect that he deserved. So he's kind of saying, no, I'm glad Freddie's gone. I get to be the man right now. Let me tell you what I think. I'm going to go a step further. Where's Kenley Jansen pitching this upcoming season? Atlanta. Okay. The last four years, how many times have the Braves and the Dodgers faced each other? 
three. Three of four years they face each other. Dodgers have a World Series. Atlanta Braves have a World Series. Dodgers had to go through the Braves to eventually go get theirs. The Braves had to go through the Dodgers to go eventually get theirs. Freddie Freeman, like you said, is the heart and soul, is the face of that franchise for X amount of years, is now going to go represent the Los Angeles Dodgers. Atlanta Braves, their run that they had last year, and it's not like you know, you're going to look at them and say, oh, well, they're not going to compete. No, they're going to compete this year. They're going to be good. They're going to be really good. So the reason why I set it up that way, you know what we might be having here? Which you don't always have. Like, everybody, oh, yeah, Yankees and the uh, Yankees and the Red Sox. Yeah. Dodgers and the Giants, you actually got to taste. There's a rivalry there, but you got sure. to actually face each other in the postseason. Yet you got a chance to go back and forth throughout the, rest, uh, the entire regular season. Who's going to win the division? This is what I see happening, and maybe this is me just trying to get excited about something that's not that, you know, maybe I'm adding too much drama to this. They play each other in... What Emily, I think you said April eighteenth to the twentieth, something like that. Couple weeks, yeah, couple weeks at Dodger Stadium. Do you take that that series or that three game set the same way you do when you're going to go play the Rockies? I think there's something brewing between the Braves and the Dodgers, and I think it's exciting. It's great. Here, here's the problem with it. Everything you laid out is exactly right, but the problem with this is Freddie Freeman won't throw gasoline on this. That the the problem with it is is because where this could go from two really good teams trying to get to the same spot because like you said they've been doing this for a long time but the rivalry between the Dodgers and the Braves has been very civil it's been a professional rivalry there hasn't been a ton of bad blood in this it's been they're really good we're really good we're trying to get to the same spot we're going to play like hell against each other where it could go to the next level is what Acuna said and then Freddie Freeman going the reason that guy's got a problem is because he's an immature baby He's not going to do it. I, I I really want him to do it. I got it, it for you. I but I just don't you. think he's got that gear. Because he's the guy that's going to de-escalate and just go out and get four hits a game, he's not yep. going to throw gas on it, unfortunately. I got it for you. Usually when a dude does not run his mouth, sometimes somebody else in the clubhouse says, cool, he wants to run his mouth, and do Freeman it. doesn't want to run his, sounds good. I'm I'm Muncie. I'll run my mouth. You know who I'm Turner. I'll run my mouth. You know who we need? And he's not there. This, this, this is the season not even started, and I already missed the guy, mm-hmm. Joe Kelly. Joe Kelly, Joe Kelly, because Joe Kelly took care of Carlos Correa, and that Joe Kelly wasn't even on the Dodgers at that team. Mm-hmm. Joe Joe Kelly was on a different team, right? And he's like, oh, I don't care, Carlos Correa, cheater. Watch this, you know. And the he did a little pout face and the nice swing. You know what? You need one of. The, I don't know who that Blake Trinan, really quiet guy. He's not going to do it. Clayton Kershaw's really, you know, quiet, professional, buttoned-up guy. Bueller, Urias, quiet, professional, buttoned-up guys. I need somebody like Joe Kelly to go out there and light that match. You're exactly right, well, but there, he's gone. There, there's got to be – and maybe it doesn't happen. You're right. The Dodgers, you know, they could easily say it was um, it was Dave Roberts backing up what he's been saying here. No, no, I think we're going to go win it all. They could be saying, guys, we got a bigger picture to worry about. We can't just worry about one squad in the Atlanta Braves – but, you know, you got, look, Freddie Freeman just came. If somebody's taking a jab at him, I wouldn't be surprised or shocked somebody says something indirectly about, hey, we, we heard the noise. And that could be the weekend going into that game against playing the Braves where people ask questions about what Acuna said. Maybe th- this is something that gets brought up in a, in a pregame or a postgame or something along those lines. I think it would help a little bit uh, light that fire because this is – you can't look at this year and not say when the Braves play the Dodgers, it's like every other game. It's not going to be like every other game. 
Factor Cap coming up next. Do you want to live in a skyscraper? It's coming up. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm going to definitely continue to tread lightly around Mr. Alan Sliwa. We don't want to get on the wrong side of that, uh, except for I will go after your no, teeth brushing takes. You know right from wrong. That's all. Just right from wrong. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. So uh, Bad Boys came out on this day in 1995. So you would go and see the next Will Smith movie when it comes out next. Alan, factor cap. All right. Is this wrong for me to say? I don't think I'm going to. I, I, what he did at the Oscars, I, I, I have such a difficult time. And Trav, you know how big of a fan I was Number of Will Smith. Fan. It's, it's not like I was going out and I'm like, hey, Independence Day, that's the greatest movie I've ever seen. There's certain movies that he did that I really liked. I mentioned Ali. I grew up on Fresh Prince of Bel Air, so I was a big fan of that as well. Bro, I don't see him the same anymore. I really don't. And, and. Is it if maybe it's not fair to have somebody have one moment where they do something stupid and all yeah. of a sudden you look at them differently? I look at him differently. I really, really do. I hated that moment. And if he comes out with another movie, I don't know, a year from now, a couple months from now, I don't think I have any interest. Yeah, it's going to take some time, right? I think that's the biggest part of, of this. Um, I'm, I'm going to get a little halfway serious for half a second. We're in that time, and and this is not a a super egregious offense, but we have this reckoning where you have to separate the art from the artist sometimes, right? Like there there are people that are really awful people, but they can create some pretty amazing art, whether it's Mm -hmm. through music or film or whatever it is. Like, because I hate the person, do I have to hate the art kind of deal, right? That's where we are in a whole bunch of different things. I have a hard time separating them. I really do. It's very difficult for me to... I'll just look to hear a Michael Jackson song and think, okay, cool. This is a really fun song and not think about Michael Jackson's stuff. It's hard for me. 
Um, I never had a ton of interest in Will Smith to begin with, so I wouldn't have seen it anyway. So this one in particular is not a big deal for me because I, I'm not a Will Smith fan. I'm not anti-Will Smith, but I wasn't going to go see it just because he was in it anyway. But uh, it is it is a weird sense of do you go see a piece of art created by somebody you dislike? It's it's tough. Taylor, are you, are you going to race to the box office to get your Will Smith tickets? I'm not going to boycott, but I'm not going to race there either. Like like Trav kind of mentioned, I wasn't a big Will Smith fan to begin with, but I'm not going to not watch his movies for that fact. Yeah. So we all know that I keep up with all the happenings and fast food because it's, uh, it's what interests me. I love it. It's my passion. <laughs> so McDonald's is going to reintroduce their spicy nuggets. So this will make you want McDonald's chicken nuggets. Travis, factor cap. Um, I, I'll be honest. I didn't know there was a spicy nugget previously. That's that's news to me. So it's not a reintroduction in, in Travis' world. It's an introduction. Um, no, I, ch- chicken McNuggets for me are very specific. I've had too many beers the night before. I need a McDonald's grease ball to settle my stomach. So no, I'm not. I'm not seeking those out. But you know, regular ones after a long night, perhaps. Alan. I, I, I'm not going to go out of my way. I'm not. There, listen, there's a certain place. If you guys say, hey, that's the best spicy chicken sandwich that I've had. Like, if it's something, if I feel like the quality is good, it's a place that maybe, I don't know, it's 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 different from the norm. Something Are you that insulting I'll McDonald's now? I think I kind of am. I, I don't think me, Slee's a McDonald's guy. I, I, for I'm me to get an item what? at McDonald's to say, hey, I got to go out of my way. Like, yesterday, let me just use yesterday as an example. Kind of wanted something. I was hungry. I went to In-N-Out. There is no competition there, right? Like, I'm not – and I'm not one to pull off the freeway because I saw the Mickey D sign and say, oh, I got to go get some McDonald's. I'm not going to go out of my way if they come up with an item. I'd rather go get something that somebody tells me, hey, this is unique. It's good. It's quality. I'll I'll probably take that that chance. Let me just throw this into your option tree, Al. Say it's – 1130 at night. Say you've had a really nice time. Let's say say you had a very early dinner, which I know is a regular occurrence of yours. Maybe you did it even by Alan Sliwa standards. You did it particularly. Let's say it was like the off season coming now. (laughs) 330. I'm I'm at the local. Perfect. 330. You have your dinner and then it turns into a night. And maybe uh-huh. you go have uh, a couple of glasses of wine or a few yep. drinks. Strobe lights, everything. The, yep. the whole thing. And then you get to about a little bit before midnight. You're like, you know what? It's been six, seven hours since I could eat a little bit of something. Two McDoubles, a fries, and a Coke. I dare you not to tell you that that might not be the best moment of your life for those for those five minutes that you're actually eating it. I'll tell you Afterwards, why I'm not. different conversation. <laughs> I'll tell you why I'm not going there. I'd rather go to a taco shop that's open before I go there. No. Good choice, too, but I'm just saying that the convenience of it all, it's sure. right there. It's on your yep. way home. drive through in, in through the drive-thru in five or ten minutes. It's just, I'm, I'm telling you, it's a pretty it's a pretty nice thing. The Diet Coke I'll, slaps. Diet I'll go, Coke? I'll They're Diet over. Coke slaps. It's Why so would good. you get a Diet Coke? I'm going, because well, I like because the taste you, of Diet Coke. And there was less calories in it. There was less calories <laughs> in it. <laughs> yeah, okay. Forget the whole, the whole meal. By the way, you know what I might be doing, the way you set everything up right there? I might go home and make a little peanut butter and jelly sandwich and call it a night. That's always a great call. Taylor, what about you? Spicy nuggets? You're not going to like my answer either, Emily. I'm sorry. Just because they've served a billion doesn't mean they're the best, you know? Eh. I don't know. As long as the spicy chicken at Chick-fil-A is still in existence, I'm going to get that before. What if it's Sunday? They close earlier, and it's Sunday. Hmm, Tacos. I'll pray to God (laughs) that they open up on Monday. (laughs) (laughs) They'll be there. 
Okay, uh, next. Uh, New York City is opening the world's skinniest skyscraper. Uh, it's opening up to residents in New York City very soon. So you would want to live in a skyscraper. Taylor, is this Dr. Cap? Hmm, live in one? No. That'd be, that'd be really annoying getting everything up there. Like your furniture. Think about it. They have high-speed elevators. That's the main thing. High-speed elevators. Okay, yeah. I'm sold. All right. <laughs> yeah, <it was> quick. <laughs> so I, I lived I lived in downtown San Diego. I lived in downtown L.A. I think my I'm done with downtown. Like there's something about when you leave work and you're actually in a neighborhood. So I, I know this is just how New York is, and these skyscrapers are unbelievable. They're beautiful. They're amazing. I'd like to be in a neighborhood. And, and I think when you have a dog, too, you're thinking about that. What, what am I going to do with this dog? I'm going to go take him downstairs. He's going to pee in the same spot that the other 87 dogs just peed at within the last 45 they minutes. They they like and then I go back up. The <laughs> they do. At least there's grass. It's like <laughs> fake grass, yes, and it's one right. tree. Yeah, it's kind of gross. Um, it's one of the things that I feel like I missed out on. And it's not going to happen for me because of my age and my, my situation in life. I missed an urban lifestyle for a period of time. I, I would really have liked to have done that. I'm not going to do it right now, but to live in a, in a high-rise building in the middle of, a, of an urban area, whether it's New York City, Chicago, Los Angeles, San Francisco, any of those things, I think would have been incredibly exciting. I don't want to do it with kids. I don't want to do it when I'm married. But if you were young and living in one of those places, I think it would be amazing. I would love to do it. I, uh, my aunt used to live in one of the huge uh, skyrises in New York City, and that elevator gets you up in like a second. It goes zoom. And you go all the way up. And she used to hate dogs in their building, too. So uh, maybe dogs are not good. So uh, I have one last one for you guys. Uh, so it's baseball's opening day for several teams. Our uh, Dodgers is tomorrow. But baseball opening day is the best opening day in sports. Travis, factor cap? For me, maybe. But I, I think I'm still going to go cap. The, the, the NFL season has just smashed everything oh, else. Yeah. The, yeah, there's just there's nothing quite like it. I get the, the problem with baseball opening day, it's the one game that matters. Mm-hmm. And then you got to get through five months until the games start to matter again. That You have this long period of time where you're just clicking games off the schedule. And really... When you look at the first game of the season in Major League, it has no indication on whether you're good or not. It's you know you got to put together 30, 40 games before you have an idea of that. I still think the NFL is king when it comes to just rolling out the the opening of their season that Thursday night game. There's nothing like that. So I, I think there's an underrated one here. You know what's underrated? When college football starts on a Saturday, and I'm not telling you that I'm going to watch them all. But why is there this comfort level that I could wake up on Saturday and Michigan might be playing Ohio State and college game I, days on college game? And I'm, again, I'm not sitting back watching all these games, but it's kind of an underrated thing that when college football starts, you know, the NFL is right around the corner. You know, that you're getting close to the holidays. You know that at some point NBA basketball is not too far away. It's is it underrated or no? I feel like it's underrated. I, I think it's gone the wrong direction. The college football opening weekend used to be a big deal, right? You would get a handful of really cool games, and it was something to get very, very excited. The problem is now, you know what they have in college football now, Al? They have a week zero, which is which is asinine, right? You have, you have a week zero where a, a handful of teams will play, and then most of the other teams will play in week one. Some of the teams will play week zero and not play week one and then start mm-hmm. in week two. Major League Baseball opening day, I know it's not everybody. I know that football's a little different. But, yeah, it, it used to be a big deal for me, that first SC game, that first UCLA, Oregon, whatever t- your team might be. But now they kind of trickle this thing out over the course of a couple of weeks. It doesn't feel special. So, also, by the way, on top of NBA being my favorite sport, 
it does not have the no. – use NFL as an example, right? NFL, every game matters. Every freaking game matters. So week – or game one for the NFL is almost two weeks of the NBA, right? That's kind of – if you look at it from an equivalent of scheduling perspective – yeah, NFL is probably king on that, but I don't like how you took what I got excited about with college bas- or college football, and you just basically said, "Hey, Al, it's not that exciting." Look, I'm trying to get you ready for your trial. I'm trying to get you ready to have your ducks in a row and right make sure that you've thought everything through. So when you present your case tomorrow at Clearman's Galley, you can win. I want you to win. There is no case. Yes, there is. See, right I'm, you're, you're losing me. You're losing me. I need you. I don't care if you're right or wrong. I, you've already convinced me that you're right. I need you to win. I need you to win, Slee. I need you to come I'll take care of that tomorrow. Don't worry about that. I'll take care of that tomorrow. You've also got your disc track. I need to hear it next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Travis, this is the diss song. Is this you? Yes. Oh, you sound good. I didn't know you had flow like that. I'm Did you hear impressed. that line right there? No. Did you hear that one line? When the grass is cut, the snakes will show. Oh, it's a metaphor. Ah, <laughs> uh, that is the best line. That is honestly the best line. When the when the grass is cut, the snakes will show. I think you should be like a an English barrister and show up with a powdered wig. I, I think you should go like retro. I think that would be a good look for you. Look like uh, the guy in the oatmeal box. You didn't like the line. It's a good line. I, I don't. I, That's just, a good not, line. It's not my jam. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I, I just kind of it, – it's wallpaper. Your you jam know? is Tiger Woods. Look, I nearly came out of my seat. He just stuffed a shot into number uh, 13, I think it is, and it's about 10 feet. It's for an eagle, and mm-hmm. that would put – if he can roll that in, it would put him within one shot of the league it, or the lead. It would put him in a tie for fourth place. Even if he two-putts that for a birdie, we got a little bit of a roll going on. So, yeah, I, I am distracted by Tiger Woods. So, wait, he's how far back now? He is three shots off the lead. He's at even. The shots. leader is at three. So he's he's right smack in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. And by the way, if and again, this is kind of a, a wild card because he's dealing with an injury and everything else. He's a slow starter at this tournament. This is typically not somewhere where he comes out and lights it up from the opening. He kind of eases his way into this tournament and then gets going Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So that he's kind of right around par. Maybe he's almost certainly going to be under par after this next hole. He's in. He's a pretty good place. I. Uh, I Every time I see you and your reaction to it, I'm just kind of trying to think here. Are there a lot of people right now like you that are going out of their way on Thursday to say, let me just get some Tiger Woods, let me get him for as long as I can, whether this guy's in the mix or not? You think there's a lot of people like you right now? This one, all right, I'm putting it on my golf dork hat here for a second. Okay, you ready? This is the only tournament that they play the same course every year that's a major. Every, all the other ones move around, right? When they play the Open Championship over there, and they play it on you know, 10 or 12 different places. When they play the U.S. Open, it's played on 20 or 25 different courses. When they do the PGA Championship, it, it moves around. You get, you know, you'll get Pebble Beach every 10 years or so, but it's, this is the only place where if you're a golf person, you know every hole, you know every shot, you know where the opportunities are, you know where the risks are. So it's totally different than everything else. Add Tiger Woods into that. Mm-hmm. And it's the perfect storm for golf dorks. And then all of a sudden you add in everyone else like you, like Emily, who are sports fans, but maybe not golf fans. And all of a sudden you get everybody in. There's nothing else like this. It is one of one in golf. Not games. interested at all. Uh, Lakers Warriors tonight. Much more interested in that. By the way, I'm Russ, in LeBron, the show. Anthony Davis, nobody playing. 
Nobody playing well, for, In the words of Allen Iverson, for who? For what? Why play? There's actually, there, obviously, there's no reason to play. The Braun thing, I wonder if he's going to go try to chase that scoring title. Maybe. Do you think that, that matters to him th- at this point? I, I, I definitely think it matters to him. I really do. Now, uh, tomorrow will be the final home game. And then they got one more game coming up Sunday. I would not be surprised at all if he plays in those final two games to uh, to hit the threshold that he needs. I think he's got to hit fifty eight games. He's at fifty six. It's weird. I do Look, think I do think he cares. I, I th- I'm going to come back to that because mm-hmm. this season has got to be the most embarrassing season of his career, right? That, that this this is the thing that because it's not just a year where he didn't make the playoffs. It's not just a year where. You caught some bad breaks, had a couple of health problems along the way. This is a year where you were supposed to compete for a championship, and you're going to finish in 11th place at best, maybe 12th, you mm-hmm. know, depending on how, how these next couple of games go. And you played well. Like, you, you know, the scoring title is, is, is something that's in, in a realistic grasp. And, and I wonder if there isn't some part of him that say, look, the last thing I need is to lead the league in scoring and be on a 12th place team. Like that, it, it all, it, it doesn't add up quite right. I, that, that might be a little bit of a stretch, but I would think he would like to put as little emphasis on this as possible that, because the idea of, wait, you led the league in scoring and you finished in 12th place. How in the world it, it, it creates a topic of conversation as opposed to, yeah, LeBron was pretty good and the team sucked. Well, I think there's also – I'm sure you got a lot of Laker fans out there that are – listen, if he did it, it's it's because he's 37 years old. That's what makes this whole thing impressive, right? It, it's been an awful season. You you finish the way you finish for a number of different reasons, but a lot of it also had to do with your partner, your running mate. Anthony Davis wasn't there. It's not like – it's not like this is LeBron's fault exclusively why the Lakers are sitting 16, 17 games below 500. It's the fact that he's 37 and he were to get the scoring title is what makes it interesting. It'd be the fact that four years older than anybody else to average 30-plus points or whatever the case is, that's that's the accomplishment. The accomplishment is not, well, you got the scoring title this year. There's nothing to be happy about this year. There's nothing that you could look at at this season and be proud about. Nothing. No, nothing. It's just specifically if he did it at this stage of his career because of his age. Yeah, no, the age thing is I, – I don't – I'm not so sure. Like, Emily floated this idea yesterday when I heard it. I'm like, no, nah, I don't think so. And then the more I thought about it, I think the, the more interesting it is. This is a season that is not going to be a footnote. It's going to be something that people, I think, remember. And it's not going to erase multiple championships and multiple MVPs. And, you know, he's ultimately going to be the all-time leading scorer. It doesn't go in the first paragraph of his, you know, Wikipedia page. I don't want to say obituary because he's got way too long to live, but his Wikipedia page. But a guy that was supposed to finish in the top two or three teams in the league that's finishing in 12th place that's weird, man. Even if it is year 37, it just it is a weird season to have in the mix. And I wonder what it does to his legacy because other great players have tapered off at the end of their career. But I don't know if we've seen this. With that expectation and this result, it's kind of unique. Let me, let me give you an example. Do you remember when uh, he joined Miami for the first uh, – it was their first year. And that's the year that they lost to the Dallas Mavericks, right? Everybody remembers that year. How are you going to lose against the Dallas Mavericks? Aren't you supposed to win not five, not six, not seven? And in your first crack at it, you lose in that first year. Those types of seasons are going to be remembered more than what happened this year. 
But this is not going to be a season where nobody remembers. People are going to talk about, you know, let's look at Kobe's legacy and Kobe's time in the NBA. You don't remember the 2012-2013 season? Of course you do. Now Kobe's going to give you some different memories with it too. He's going to play his heart out and actually end up tearing his Achilles, trying to do everything he can to get the Lakers in the postseason. And then he's going to go step up and take two free throws and then walk off the court without any help. But you remember that season because it was such a disappointment. The year that the Lakers had Kobe, Shaq, Gary Payton, and Karl Malone. You remember that season because it was such a disappointment. Just like LeBron's career, all these unbelievable moments, you're going to remember this season too. You're not going to walk away from it and turn the page like it never happened. It did happen. Let's try a quick phone call here. Let's go to Tarzana and Mason. Mason, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? So, Lee, Ireland's going to hit you with, um, if you're going to be on ESPN, you're going to learn to have to take a joke. And if not, I won't be able to even look at you next time. I missed well, the second part of that, Mason. He said if he's not going to be able to look at you. Is that, is that what you said? Yeah, I won't even be able to look your way next time. Okay. Well, I'll be – sounds good. I, I hope that's one of his points. I'm, I'm going to – Travel, I'll save that ammo. Because if that's one of his points, we'll be ready for it. We'll be fine. Don't worry. We'll be fine tomorrow. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm not – look, we'll I fine. knew you had it in you. I just am glad that it's finally here. I'm just glad that we're finally doing it. we got a little trial going on tomorrow, Ireland, or I should say – Fredo, in the words of Sliwa, uh, against Mr. Sliwa. It should be quite a battle. Tomorrow, Clearman's Galley in San Gabriel, right there on Rosemead Boulevard, 7215, starting at 10 a.m. Me and Berg are going to have a little chugging contest. It's, it's going to be a good day. You should absolutely come on out. That's uh, courtesy of our friends at Hornitos Tequila, a shot worth taking. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. At Progressive, they're making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. Um, the Dodgers are heavy favorites to win the World Series. They've also got some questions coming out of spring training that I did not think that they were going to have. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.